Hey guys, Paul here from the Complete Personal Trainer Podcast and Northern Performance Coaching. So next new week, new podcast week. Today we're going to be in this three-part series, sorry, we are going to be talking about two very fundamental components to resistance training and what their impact is. So we're going to be talking about range of motion or ROM and tempo. So range of motion and ROM are, well, Wrong. They're the exact same thing. So if you hear me abbreviate to ROM, that's exactly what we're looking at. Range of motion has been one of the most debated parts of the fitness industry for quite a period of time. Just recently, there was a really big debate between Mike Isretel and Dr. Joel Seidman about ROM and their contrasting approaches to it with Renaissance periodization and Mike Isretel really being on the side of optimizing full ROM and Joel Seidman putting an artificial constraint of 90 degrees range of motion for every human being every time, everywhere. Uh, from my tone, I'm sure you could probably figure out what side of the equation I'm leaning towards, Dr. Mike's side, of course, uh, with full range of motion for all things equal being better, but there is application and Mike would agree with this. Absolutely. Various applications for shorter ranges of motion in certain times. There's also the consideration of effective ROM for a lot of people. So making sure the ROM is coming from the area that we want it to. So in, we're going to be looking at this in more detail in the second podcast of this series, where we go through how it applies to every fitness goal step by step. Tempo is kind of like the redheaded stepchild of fitness programming. Uh, a number of years ago, due to the influence of Ian King and Charles Poliquin, uh, tempo became a very important variable to put into our exercise training programs as a way to optimize time under tension, to standardize the performance of the lift, and a few other reasons as well. Now, in recent years, it's kind of been discounted the importance of uh, tempo in a lifting program. I have a little bit more of a nuanced view on it rather than saying it doesn't matter. I think it certainly does matter. I think it matters more in certain contexts than it does in other contexts. And by eliminating it as a variable and just saying it doesn't really matter, isn't really going to serve anyone in any way, shape or form. If we want to get okay results, then sure, we don't have to worry too much about uh, tempo. But if we want to get the best possible results for our clients in their particular circumstances, we need to know what tempo they need to do for what particular exercise to achieve what particular goal. I don't think it needs to be discounted at all. In fact, it can be just as important as the other variables if done correctly. So with the relative importance in the scheme of things, range of motion and tempo, they have varying levels of importance. The number one thing that we need to do is be specific and have progressive overload. So we need our training to be specific to the goal and the outcome that we want to achieve. And we want to have a progressive system of increasing demand to that particular, through that particular exercise form, where it would be load, reps, improved execution. There's a number of different variables we can use for progressive overload, which we will go over in a future podcast. In terms of range of motion being important, it's quite high up there because range of motion will really affect the volume so you met one of your key ways to measuring progressive overload range of motion will affect that so we'll give an example there uh, range of motion is needs to be standardized for resistance training technique so if you're doing a squat there's a very big difference between a full you know ass to grass hamstrings covering calf squat versus a quarter squat or a 90 degree squat in terms of the movement of the bar so your volume calculation is really load times reps time sets times range of motion uh, if we want to standardize it correctly. So making sure that we have range of motion quite high on the list is really, really important. 
in terms of joint health, in terms of making sure we activate all the motor units that we want to activate. Generally speaking, the greater range of motion we achieve, the better we are at achieving those set outcomes. So we need to make sure that range of motion is standardized for our exercises so we can get the most out of it. So pretty high on the list, maybe like in terms of the actual execution of the training program, maybe like two or three, like it's quite high. Tempo is a little bit different. So when our clients are looking at just pretty standard body composition goals and their goals aren't super important, you know, as long as they've got like a controlled cadence of pause and you know, a pretty fast concentric rep speed, we're generally doing okay with tempo. But if someone's in a different scenario, so if they're in a rehabilitation scenario, tempo is really important. If someone's dealing with a patella tendon issue, for example, and you're programming eccentric work, tempo is really important. If someone's holding certain positions to achieve certain outcomes, tempo is really important. So tempo's importance in the scheme of things depends on the scheme of the person that you're working with at that particular time and what their outcomes are. In the Tempo podcast, which will be the third episode in the series, we'll talk about also about how different tempos can be used to optimize something like, say, the hypertrophy process, depending on if we're training the exercise, the muscle, sorry, if we're training the muscle in the lengthened, the mid-range, or the shortened position. Each of those ways, when we overload the muscle in a different part of its range of motion, can also be benefit from a specific tempo recommendation specific to that range of motion. So... With these things, where do we look at applying it? Well, really, we see application for range of motion for strength. Ideally, we want to shorten the range of motion. Hypertrophy, absolutely, we want to maximize it. Fat loss, we want to make sure we standardize it. For sports performance, we want to do what's relative to the demands of the athlete. And we also want to make sure that we match it to the season that they're in, whether it's competitive or non-competitive, and the individual demands that that person has to deal with. So we'll balance that one in our next podcast. And also looking at rehab, where do we want the range of motion to come from? Where do we want the tempo to come from? There's a number of key variables to consider there. So what's gonna happen from here? In the next episode, we're gonna talk about range of motion and all its specific nuances and application and how you can get the most out of it. Third episode, as I said before, we're gonna dive into tempo in a lot more detail. What you can do between these episodes is, because what I want this podcast to be and all my educational material to be it's not me just telling you what works and why because that doesn't really help anyone uh it may help a client's program look a little better or be a little bit better but unless we understand thought processes and we try things out we don't really get much out of it so what i want you to do is have a look at your programs have a look at your use of range of motion in the training program and your use of tempo have a look at your exercises and then look at, have I standardized my ROM? Am I using the best ROM for that exercise? Am I using the best ROM for that person for that exercise? And then tempo, is it a variable that you're paying some attention to or too much attention to relative in the scheme of uh, the program? And then are there any ways that you can manipulate tempo and range of motion to get better outcomes for your clients? Hopefully you come to the same conclusions that I've got in the second and third episode, and that's a really, really good sign that you're on your way to becoming a better personal trainer. Thanks heaps for listening, guys. Again, leave a rating, leave a review, anything much appreciated. I'll be speaking to you all real soon.